Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassCenter.com. Today is Wednesday, December 27th, 2017. This is episode 189, Tuning a Large Musical Ensemble. One of the most fascinating and difficult things to do when it comes to large groups is tuning. Tuning is always difficult because instruments are constantly out of tune. And there are many instruments that after most of their notes might be in tune, there are always going to be others which simply are not unless major adjustments are made by the player. Now the large ensemble is difficult because it takes time. It can be tedious and lots of different factors can make it really tough. When it comes to bands, I've seen a lot of directors start with the lowest voices, the tubas, and work their way around the band all the way to the upper woodwinds. I've also seen bands that will have the, I guess if you want to call it the concert master, which is the first clarinet player, that person sometimes will bring out the conductor's score, but that, but in doing so, will also either stand by their chair or up on the podium and play a concert B flat. I have seen some bands that have used the oboe to play a concert B flat sometimes even a concert A. And I've even seen bands that will have the concert master get up onto the podium, but instead of playing their own instruments, they will flash a pitch from an electronic tuner. When it comes to orchestras, it's relatively standard. Usually the oboe plays an A. And I don't see too many variations when it comes to the orchestra. And for that reason, I'm going to focus a bit more on the band 
Uh, before I do so, though, when it comes to tuning in the orchestra, I found a lot of conductors who will neglect the wind instruments. There are some conductors notorious for that. Whether it's that they don't know enough about those wind instruments. I'm not talking, of course, about world-class conductors. But ones that just simply don't know enough about the instruments and do not understand the intonation issues associated with them. But what I can say is if you use the concert A, that's fine, but you might want to consider some other pitches to tune the winds in the orchestra, like a concert F, like a concert B flat. I find it fascinating in general that so many groups only use one pitch. If you truly get down to it, if you get the one pitch in tune, you've really only accomplished one thing. You've gotten one out of many notes in tune. Yes, there will be plenty of others that will be either in tune or close. But why put that and put the, the, the players at risk and take a chance? I think it makes a little more sense to use more than one pitch, especially when you're not dealing with professionals and when you're dealing with kids. With the rare exception of ensembles where practically everyone in the group receives private instruction. And when I say private instruction, I am talking about private lessons with a professional on their instruments and not the lessons being given by the teacher. But there are some people who go just too far and they don't really understand how to tune properly. See, one of the, the, the issues with tuning students is that you have a lot of children who might not be great at playing their instruments. They might be very challenged. <clears throat> For instance, if you have a child who makes a very poor sound on his or her instrument, which is common, extremely common, you're asking that person to get their instrument in, to, in tune. 
Well, how in the world can they get in tune when they can't even produce a proper sound on the instrument? How can they get in tune when their airstream is a complete mess? And it's not a direct airstream, it's all over the place. Is that person even worth tuning? Are you ever going to be able to get that person in tune? I think the biggest disaster I have ever seen, and it's not even close. I went to a festival. Uh, This had to have been about 12 to 15 years ago. And one of the bands on stage had a very good teacher at the podium. I had never seen... I, I knew the teacher pretty well. And it was someone who I respected as a person and as a performer. But I'd never seen this particular person direct a group before. And he got up on the podium and he had everybody play a concert B-flat all the same time, not using anything as a reference, no sound before that. Everybody just simply played a concert B-flat, just one. It lasted no longer than five seconds, and he stopped. His band had about 80 students. It was a good-sized band. And it was relatively balanced. And I was excited to hear them, but we had to get past the tuning. Little did I realize the tuning was going to last for 12 minutes. Because after he had the whole band play that concert B-flat, he proceeded to go up to every single player and had them play a concert B-flat individually into a tuner. It was astounding. After I heard the first five students, I said to myself, good Lord, is this really happening? Am I going to be waiting for all 80 of these students to play this one note? And I'm saying to myself, What a gargantuan waste of time. Because it's not just that you're focusing on getting that one note in tune, but out of the 80 students who played their notes, about 30 of them sounded awful. Just perfectly dreadful. And I hate saying that because it makes me, does make me feel kind of bad saying that about children but it is what it is 
And I felt I was embarrassed for the kids because they had to play all by themselves, knowing full well that they they weren't going to be able to produce a great sound. Some of the kids were cracking the notes. Some kids simply couldn't get the concert B-flat to come out of their instruments at all. You had saxophones squeaking terribly. They were, it sounded like they were almost chomping on their reeds or they were having fingering issues. Uh, I don't know if they had leaks. The, the brass players, most of them struggled to play a, if you want to call it, a high B-flat for them. And I was even... I was even more shocked because these students were in the sec- their second and third year of playing. Why would you do that? What's the point? There's nothing wrong with tuning sections. If you're going to tune the entire section and you hear something that's really funky and you need to fix it, that's fine. And you might might have to have a few students play by themselves, but not all 80. And here's the biggest kicker of all. When the band played their music, they were completely out of tune. Absolutely 100% out of tune. And the for the concert B-flats that they did hold out, they weren't doing either. Because kids were pinching and the the notes are coming out sharp. You had clarinets overblowing and the notes are coming out flat. Oh my goodness. It was it was not good. So how do you fix tuning with large ensembles? It's a tricky proposition, and there are a lot of methods out there, and I'm not going to go through all those methods because there are just simply too many. And I'm not going to try to act like there is a one-size-fits-all because every ensemble is different. What I can say is that any teacher worth their weight in their specialty... knows that the tuning doesn't really occur in the large ensemble. It occurs in lessons. It occurs in rehearsals when you get to certain sections of the music. And certain chords are out of tune. Certain notes that are exposed are out of tune. Those are the things you need to fix. It's the type of thing, like if you're doing a a typical medley of whatever, that may have four or five tunes, and the composer has once again, or the arranger, I should say, has once again chosen the first horn player to hold that note to modulate into the next tune or transition or both 
So the tuning, yes, you can do some at the beginning of rehearsal, but you, you really cannot be treating children that are young and either inexperienced or simply not great at their instruments to play in tune. And when you have a lot of them, like a third of your ensemble, in the case of that particular teacher, it's a problem. It's a big problem. Tuning a large ensemble is not easy. It never will be. But I do encourage you to take some of these suggestions that I've given you and thoughts of things to not do, particularly in performance situations. Because I don't think the issue so much for that performance was the fact that the, the notes were not in tune. I think it was more of the embarrassment factor for children having to play all by themselves in front of hundreds of other children their age out in the audience. I know I would be petrified if I didn't play my instrument well and my teacher asked me to do that. As always, I hope the thoughts, suggestions from this episode have proven to be helpful to you. Please share the episode, subscribe to the podcast, tell others about it. We're approaching our 200th episode here the turn of the new year and I've got a lot of exciting things planned and one more thing I just wanted to add and I I said it a, a few episodes ago but I am always looking for new ideas new topics and I'm also looking to do a lot of interviews in the coming year so please feel free to reach out to me And uh, I look forward to hearing from you as we continue this journey through music and life.